This next man lives on Cross Lake, but is considered to live in the Pacagamo Township. Some people criticize how he grows his beard only on his chin, but one thing is known worldwide. He has the best lettuce in the league. Out of Pine City, Minnesota, Jared Kotek. This man comes out of the heart of Pacagama Township. He's almost always the biggest man in the room. You know him as the host of the show, the ginger in the logo, and also the ginger in your heart. Out of Pine City, Minnesota, Drew Steele. We are the PC Tourney Boys. We are happy to be captaining the ship going through your ear ocean all season long. This is the unofficial podcast of the 2019-20 Class A state champs, the Pine City Dragons. We're excited to have you. Let's get going. What is up, everybody? Today is February 27th, and you are listening to the unofficial podcast of the 2019-2020 single-A state champs, the Pine City Dragons. This, of course, is the PC Tourney Boys podcast. I'm Drew Steele, and alongside me, as always, the one, the only, Jared Kotek. Jared, we had quite the weekend, didn't we? Oh, yeah, it was a wonderful weekend. A lot of hot, a lot of that up north stuff. It's always a good time. Lots of driving, too. I had to drive 664 miles. People say we're not dedicated proof right there i'm dedicated as can be today's podcast like every playoff podcast is a little different because there's only seven sleeps left until the state hockey tournament that's right people at home you heard me right seven sleeps left all year we focus on what can happen when we get to the playoffs now that we're finally here it's a a little different to try and mix it up but we'll do our best to get it going for you uh so jared obviously the one seeds yeah they're supposed to be in the section final so Let's start there. Which one seeds are not in the section final in double A? Let's start with the number one seed in one double A Hastings. Got absolutely demolished by Lakeville South to get knocked out in the semifinals. Any surprise there from you? Not at all. I said last week or whenever we did our podcast about all the sections, I literally said Hastings equals irrelevant and it was circled on my script. Yeah, and I think I think this is a common thing around the state is that they everyone thought Hastings was the weakest one seed. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I definitely – now, don't get me wrong. I thought that they would at least make it like a three-goal game maybe against Lakeville South, but there's no chance I thought it was going to be an eight-goal, eight-nine-goal beatdown. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, mostly for being the one seed. Well, they never played Lakeville South or Lakeville North at all, so they had no competition. Yeah, but I think the one game that they had was like Hillmary or Wiper Lake, and that got canceled. Yeah, but like going forward, if you're Hastings, like you're gonna have to start scheduling Lakeville North and Lakeville South now if you ever yep. want to get a one seat again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's tough to see Hastings just just get demolished like that. It's tough to see a one seat get demolished like that, and then no one in the state's gonna try to stick up for them ever again because they'll be like, hey, remember that one time Hastings was the one seed? It's like <laughs> it's like Pine City like not getting the four seed like we should have. We are absolutely crushed in the four five game and like no one's ever gonna 
consider us irrelevant as long as these Mississippi 8 teams are in our section. Yep. I don't know. Let's move on to the only other number one team in AA not to make it to the section final. The number one in section 2 AA, the reigning champs, Minnetonka. They get beaten by Holy Family in overtime. Holy Family's kind kind of had a down year by their standards at least. Ben Almquist obviously gone. Zemer obviously gone. Jared Moe obviously gone. What do you think about this game, Jared? And uh, is Holy Family serious tonight in Mariucci? Uh, I mean, Holy Family's been in section final how many years in a row, and they're making another one this year. Um, I mean, this could be their shot to go to state because they don't have Minnetonka in the way. They don't have – well, even Hidden they're okay, but they're nothing like they were when Middlestat was around when Holy Family lost to them then. But I – I think that was good for Holy Family to win, mostly since they're the fifth seed. They upset Prior Lake, and then they go and upset uh, Minnetonka right away there. It was pretty crazy to see that Minnetonka was able to – I mean, not Minnetonka, I mean, Holy Family was able to pull out that win. I'm sure Minnetonka was just – they didn't know what even hit them. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of bad blood in the air because last year Holy Family did take Minnetonka into double overtime in that section final, <clears throat> and then Minnetonka obviously, you know, the rest – goes on and wins state. This year, I don't think Minnetonka cared about this game. They thought they had this game in the bag, and they had to show up and play because Holy Family is a solid team, apparently. I didn't – if you would have told me which side I would bet if you said that Minnetonka was given – like Minnetonka was going to win by three, I would have said that Minnetonka would have won by more. So you never know what can happen in high school hockey, though. So, Jared, in th- – those are the only two double-A number ones who did not make their section final. Jared, if I would have told you before section play started that two number one seeds weren't going to make it to the section final, would there be in any way that you'd think Minnetonka would have been on that list? No way. I thought I had Minnetonka winning in my bracket. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. My my thought is, is the two that I would have thought was probably Moorhead and – probably Hastings just because of the sections they're in and yep. like the rankings are kind of bogus no matter what it's tough to see the reigning champ go down I'm all right with it though to be honest with you get a little mix up in there although if EP makes it, yep. it's not really a mix up all right so now on to single a the number one in section one do- one single a Mankato East got upset in a barn burner against Rochester Lourdes Mankato East had been the favorite in the section all season long and they get upset in the semis to the four seed, Jared. Thoughts? Um, you know, not really. I honestly don't really care about this because whoever comes out of this section is really irrelevant, kind of like the section one double A is too. But um, I mean, it's crazy to see. I mean, Rochester Lords. You never really hear much about them in hockey at all because they just are never really that good. And they upset Mankato East. I'm pretty sure who's in a championship. I don't. The St. Peter team is in the championship. I'm yeah, not Minnesota sure. River. The other, what is it? Minnesota River. Yeah, that's that's uh, St. Peter team. And Rochester Lords, yeah, never mind. You said that because they upset them. Yeah. yeah. But r- really, I still think the section's irrelevant. Yeah, but up here in March. everybody thought that the year Northfield beat Matamita, they beat, right? Yeah, because Delano yeah. lost to Monticello that year. Yep. Everybody thought that the section was irrelevant year. Northfield one. Obviously, Northfield not in the section anymore. But, like, you never know what can happen once you get to the X, especially if you get those 11 a.m. games or 1 o'clock games no one's used to. 
you never know what can happen, I guess, especially on that Wednesday. But yeah, you know what? True. The only thing you do know about those that's eleven, true. the only thing you do know about those eleven a.m. games is that we'll be there. That's all you know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's also true. The number one seed in Section Three, single A, Marshall, got beaten OT by the five seed Hutch, and this will be the second three seed versus five seed section final we have this season. As Litchfield also got upset. Litch and Marshall were the only ones on anyone's radar coming into the playoffs. They both get upset in the semis. Oh, yeah, that was tough for, I'm sure, Mason Plant's not happy about that. I mean, he was leading the state all year, and they end up losing to Hutch. I'm pretty sure it went into overtime. But it's just crazy to see a team that was that had high hopes to make the tourney this year just all of a sudden loses. I mean, they Hutch earlier this year 6-3, to three, and – I mean, it's it's a good win for them, but they couldn't do it in playoffs. Like they they can never do it any other time, I guess too. But and Litch losing to it in New Alm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, New Alm. New Alm won regulation. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's crazy too, because when I think of Section Three A, it's always Litch or Marshall, because Litch is usually the team that makes it in that section, or Laverne too. You think of, but Laverne is out of down year this year. But I mean, it's it's hard to tell because Marshall's. For sure, I think they had two losses all season, and I guess that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lich made it to their uh, to state the last two years out of this section. So you never know what can happen in section three single A. I mean, obviously, you'd think it'd always be Lich or Laverne. Marshall really hasn't been a factor. This is kind of the first year they popped up on anyone's radar, in my opinion. And you know, they just got that nice rank. Maybe they start recruiting in some players. Like a certain team in St. Cloud that no one really, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it, but you know that you recruit some Princeton players, which it's all right, it's all right, Crusaders. Uh, the number one seed Monticello in Section Five Single A, best section in the state by the way, was defeated by a team wearing a green that was a little too dark for my liking. The Chisago Wildcats. This just proves the depth of Section Five A. Jared, thoughts on? Monticello getting upset in the semifinals. Well, like we were talking about all year, Section 5A is the probably the section with the most depth because anywhere from the first to the five seed, just teams were beating each other, tying each other. Uh, I mean, Chisago also beat Monticello earlier in the season, and so it's not really it's not really unexpected because this section really was one of the weirdest sections I've ever seen before in my life so yeah I think it also I just, I, yeah I think it also just proves that Chisago shouldn't have been the four seed you know what I mean yeah that and is very true they should I, not should have been playing Pine City in that first round yeah I feel like they should have been on that other side of the bracket we should have gotten Princeton probably but you know what Chisago Lakes coach didn't go in and fight he just took his his seating and you know what? He made a section final run out of it so far, and you never know what can happen once you get to that Olympic sheet. They really like to spread that puck out, easy breakouts for Chisago Lakes. North Ranch is going to have a tough time stopping it, but you never know with the goaltending of Turek what can happen for North Branch next week. Uh, before we move on to picks, though, I know it seems weird that we're already getting to picks, everybody at home, but uh, lots of them today. Uh, we have to address the elephant in the room. The Pine City Area Dragons were defeated by the Chisago Lakes Wildcats in the quarterfinals of Section 5 Single A. 
Before I let Jared give his take, I think that this Chisago team proved why they should not have been the four seed. Jared, thoughts on Pine City not making it? Well, I mean, I thought they could have made it. Just the one reason why is because Hutch was able to make it to their champ, their section championship, and other teams. And I think we're better than Hutch Sammy too. Was able to make it too. We're better than Hutch too. I agree. I think we are too. But that just shows how bad their section is. But I mean, we have a pretty good section this year. We're not. It's not like good, good, but we're like we're even. all even. Yeah. Why it, it's unpredictable. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. I it's tough to put it into words how I think this team has done because they went on a hot streak at, towards the end of the year. I think winning 11 of their last 13 in the regular season. And, yeah, that's right, just a little bit of a hot streak. People at home sloshing over that. Uh, I think that this team was built for next year. And I know we say that every year just just because people think, like, Oh yeah, you're just you're just BSing us, blah blah blah. No, no, no. I honestly think this team was built for next season because of the fact that our entire decor is coming back next year. Plus, you bring in the fact that we're also bringing our goalie back and our leading scorer. Like you never know what can happen when you bring back all of that. Yep. I don't know. My my last. Yeah, all the younger guys playing too is another good thing. Like Parker and Peyton and all them playing still too as sophomores. They're playing quite a bit too, I'm pretty sure. Parker is. Parker was on that first line. Peyton played a little bit less. He's on that third line, but he started to really kick it into gear towards the end of the year. I don't know. Yep. You know how, like, the Chinese have their year of the rabbit or, like, the year of the ox, Jared? Uh, No, but you can keep going. That doesn't surprise me that you don't know that, honestly. (laughs) 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 Well, I am pronouncing it here on our show today that the 2020s, that's right, the entire decade is going to be the decade of the Dragons. In all reality, seniors, they're part of four conference championships. If they came up in ninth grade, probably didn't play a lot because that team was a wagon. Uh, and that's something to be proud of. This is a fair warning to every team in the state next season. You will not be scoring more than two goals a game on this team as we return our entire decor, as I said, and our goaltender. If we can score three goals every single game, we'll go undefeated. I'm calling it right now, though, Jared. Ready for the hot take of the year? Yeah, let's hear it. The two Rivers Conference champions of 2019-2020, the Pine City Dragons. Calling it right now. That's not a hard one to call at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? I mean, Mora's returning every... Oh, that's right. Gavin Orr's walking out the door. Uh, Moose Lake has such you good... You mean there's teams oh. walking out the door? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Mora might not even have a team next year. I want more to have a team because it's two easy wins. That's true. I don't know. Jared, <laughs> do, you hear, do you hear some music in the background right now? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I, can, I can hear it. It's coming in. Oh, oh, oh. You guys want to sign Are y'all ready for picks? That's right, everybody. It is picks time here on the PC Tourney Boys podcast. Jared, we ready to pick some games? Yes. All right, so 
first off, I just want to say we're going to do double A all, every section. That's right. Every single section. You heard me right. That includes two top ten matchups in double A, but all but three teams are in the top 20, so we got quite the little matchups here. And the only matchup that doesn't include a single top 20 team, section one double A. Jared, who do you think's coming out of that Lakeville South Cougars versus the Lakeville North Panthers game down in Rochester? Well, you know, a Cougar and a Panther, that'd be a hell of a fight, if you ask me. True. Uh, I'm pretty sure Cougars are a little smaller, though. So I'm going to have to go with the big dogs in the north, Lakeville North Panthers, taking this one. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to have to agree with you here, Jared. I think Lakeville South got all their goal scoring out against Hastings. They're going to have trouble finding the back of the net, and I think Lakeville North is going to find their way down at the X next next Thursday, actually. Then to Section 2 A, the Holy Family Catholic Fire, fresh off their upset of number two team in the state, Minnetonka Skippers. They travel to Mariucci on an Olympic sheet to face the number nine in the state, Eden Prairie Eagles. Jared, who do you think you got in this game? Uh, you know, I cannot see Holy Family doing anything in this game. I could see him playing pretty good with Eden Prairie, but uh, Holy Family is known for not winning in the section championship, so I'm going to go out to Eden Prairie Eagles. Oh, I'm going to have to disagree with you here, Jared. <clears throat> I know I know people out there will say, you guys just suck up to the Catholic schools. And you know what? They're probably right. I got, you know what? No Jared Moe, no Ben Almquist, no Zemer, no fill in the blank. But you know what? This Holy Family team must have something special because they just beat arguably one of the best teams in the state. Obviously, uh, definitely not that hot coming down the stretch, Minnetonka, but you know what? I think they can do it. Why not? Why not? Holy Family going to win this one. They All could right. even do it with Jared Moe and Ben Alquist. Yeah, but they had to face Casey Middlestat. They had to face Bobby Brink. And you know what? They got to face two Middlestats now. Yeah, but is it either of them named Casey or going to go in the top ten in the NHL draft? Negative. No, but one, one, one's named John. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> All right. And now on to three double A. The Eagan Wildcats be facing the number five team in the state, the St. Thomas Academy Cadets. Jared, who you got in this one? Um, You know, I thought this would have been St. Thomas Academy, Rosemount. Since it's not Rosemount, I'm going to go with the Cadets. Yeah, uh, we go by QRF, and uh, St. Thomas is way better than Egan QRF, so I'm going to have to go with the Cadets here in this one. Now, for AA, one of these section semifinals is played tonight, the Hill Murray Pioneers versus the Stillwater Ponies, played tonight at Aldrich Arena, and they whoever wins that game will be facing the number seven team in the state, the White Bear Lake Bears. Jared, you can pick which team comes out of that game, or you can just pick Hill Murray slash Stillwater. Whatever you want. Who you got in this one? Well, uh, the Hill Murray slash Stillwater game, more than likely Hill Murray's winning that game. Yeah, but. Even though Hill Murray did have trouble with Tartan. Yeah, they, t- they went into overtime with Tartan. Like, I don't know if anything's know, a gimme I, that, at this that point. Happens, but they also beat Edina. So, I mean. Yeah, on a it, back-to-back. You can go any way. Yeah, that's still, they beat Edina. By they aggregate, by aggregate, Edina won by like four goals in that series. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. But they were able to take the uh, champions, well, champions, they had a 6 double A, but they were able to take number one team in the state 
I mean, I could see them taking this section, but I'm thinking White Bear Lake is taking this section for the first time since 2010. All right, I like that. See the orange and black down at the X next week. But honestly, I know you, the Hillwater, Stillwater game, Hill Murray, I said, said Hillwater. Uh, it's morning, everybody. I don't usually wake up this early, but you know what? We did it for the pod. Uh, Hill Murray, Pioneers versus Stillwater. I think Hill wins that game too, to be honest with you. And then White Bear Lake, Hill Murray. You know, I'm going to quote the great, Youth Hockey Up podcast. I don't know, remember which one said it. In December, you pick White Bear. And in March, you pick Hill Murray. So I'm going to pick the Pioneers here in Section 4 AA. Now let's move on to Section 5 AA. The number six Maple Grove Crimson against the number three Blaine Bengals. Jared, who you got in this top top six matchup? You know, I've loved Maple Grove all year. Um, I'm sorry, Bryce Brodzinski is pretty sick, and my buddy Logan Jorgensen, who played for uh, Centennial, told me, and I quote, Bryce Brodzinski is too sick. They are winning state. I'm going to go with Blaine. Uh, Logan Jorgensen, huh? I, yep. See, here's my thing. I know like it's cool and all that Bryce Brodzinski is the entire team and that nobody else on that team can really do anything. Let's be honest here. Bryce Brodzinski averaging about three points a game the second half of the year. I think that it's going to be tough to for one person. Like I really, no matter how sick the person is, it's going to be tough for one person to go in and win a section final game. Like you got to get the whole team's blood pumping. I realize they probably have names, sure, but Bryce Brodzinski is that team. I think Bryce Brodzinski gets two goals. But I think Maple Grove gets three, so I think Maple Grove wins this one. Do you think Blaine's going to get cucked, huh? Yeah, I think they're getting cucked hardcore here. That's actually the best matchup uh, seeding-wise, or, yeah, rankings-wise in the state. Yep. Uh, there's another good game coming up here in 7AA. But first, the other top ten matchup, the Benilde St. Margaret's Red Knights of Section 6AA, the two seed in Section 6AA, go to Mariucci. In the first game of that doubleheader at Mariucci tonight to face the number one Edina Hornets, Jared, who you got in this one? Um, uh, I'm going to pick Edina on this one, no-brainer, but uh, I think Benil can give them a run, though. Benil's been giving every team a run for their money. They've been losing the games they should lose, and they've been winning, winning the ones that they should win. Uh, Personally, like, great run by Benil St. Margaret's. Maybe they're finally back. Uh, been a while. Uh, personally, I think that if I had to pick a team in this game, which I do because this is the point of the podcast, I have to pick Edina. And if I had to pick a score, I would pick Edina by four because I just think this Edina team is that good. And like I know they've had trouble in section finals in the past, but I feel like Wyzetta is not in this game, so it doesn't really matter for Edina. I think Edina can handle Benilde St. Margaret's no problem. But that that's just my two cents. Oh, we'll move on to Section 7 AA as the Duluth East Greyhounds will face the number four team in the state, the Andover Huskies, at Amsoil Arena in Duluth. That's important for this little game here. Jared, who you got in this one? Uh, so we got the Greyhounds of the north and Andover of the metro area, <laughs> the suburbs of the cities. Uh, 
When you think of Section 7 AA, you always think of the Up North boys, and that's the Duluth East Greyhounds, and the Duluth East Greyhounds are winning this game. The Duluth East Greyhounds are winning this game, huh? Yes. You're just gonna, so uh, you're going with our boy Ryder, apparently. So yep. for those of you guys out there who don't know, uh, we have a guest from both sides of this lined up for the state tournament, more than likely Charlie Shane from Andover and Ryder Donovan of Duluth East. I said it last week with Charlie Shane picking 7AA. I think that Andover, this is the year that a team from the Metro does beats the up north teams of 7AA, and I think Andover takes a kick in this one. I think Andover's too good. I, I realize it went to overtime earlier in the year, but Duluth East was buzzing at that point. Right now, Duluth East isn't really – towards the end of the year, they weren't buzzing as much as they were at that point, so I think Andover can take – Take them here. And then in 8AA, the Brainerd Warriors traveled to Bemidji, where Jared will be there tonight, correct, Jared? Yep. To face the Moorhead Spuds. Jared, who you got in this one? And give some expert analysis because we've seen one of these teams. You know, I it's hard to say on this week because I haven't watched Moorhead play it all this year. Um, but Brainerd looked really good against Rozo, and Rozo was a um, team that was supposed to be very good. Well, they beat Brainerd twice in the season this year, and I'm pretty sure Moorhead beat Brainerd twice too this year. Not 100% sure on that fact, but Brainerd looked very good. They won the game four to two. I'm pretty sure, but um, I, I could see Brainerd making a run here. Mason Cross, not Cross, Mason Cruz looked really good in that game. I think he put up three points against Rozo, and he looked phenomenal in that game. I can't say anything about Kyler Clevin because I watched him play yet. So I'm gonna go with the Brainerd Warriors. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, who'd you go with? I wasn't really paying attention. I'm going with Brainerd. You're going with Brainerd? So you're just, yep. just going to cuck my pick like that, Jared? What are you talking about? For, for, the whole time. No, no, I know. For everybody out there, <laughs> uh, I just want to remind everybody that Jared thought Rozo would win in overtime. Rozo came out and got absolutely manhandled by the team I picked and Brainerd Warriors. This one isn't who I think's going to win. This one is who I want to win. I want the Brainerd Warriors to win because they do mini might intros and I I love it. I want I wanted <laughs> I wanted to throw I wanted to throw f bomb in there because I love it so much. But you know what? I contain myself. But if if Brainerd wins this game, I want the camera shot at 45 TV because they they only have the five players out on the ice and they just skate across the blue line. I love that. First of all, Brainerd. <laughs> I want 45 TV to let them be on the bench and just have the camera go down the bench for each player and then have the starters in front. I think that would be hilarious. And if that doesn't happen, I'll be kind of upset, to be honest with you. Uh, so that does it for double A. Uh, Jared, are you ready to move on to single A? Yes. All right, so single A, it includes four top ten matchups. That's right, all but four teams in the top 20. Four top ten matchups, that's two more. Then double A and all of the top ten matchups are really close except the Hermantown one. We have a two number two team in the state versus number three, number four versus number five, number six versus number eight, and then one nine. The one nine obviously Hermantown versus Greenway. But before we get there, we gotta go through every section in the state. No first we'll start out with section one single A, the Rochester Lourdes Eagles versus the Minnesota River Bulldogs. Jared, who you got in on this one? 
you know, since I know someone that is from the Minnesota River Bulldog area, I'm going to have to go with the Minnesota River Bulldogs. Uh, I said it last week, and uh, if you would have asked me in the regular season who I was going to pick, uh, about probably in the middle of January, I wrote down a list of teams who I thought would win each section. Sorry, I didn't put Pine City on that list because at that point we had just been on a two-game stretch. Uh, and they're not going to make it to state, so I was right, I guess. Uh, but for Section 1, Single A, they were looking like they'd be the four seed in the section at that point, but I put Minnesota River. i got to stick with my gut on that one. We're both going with Minnesota River here in this one. Now in Section 2, Single A, the Downo Tigers versus the number 10 Orono Spartans. If Orono were to win, Jared, they would more than likely clinch a seed of some sort at the tourney. So this game is important, obviously, but if Orono wins, sorry, every team in the state besides Orono, you're not going to get a seed. Like Section 1, single A, 3, single A, 5, single A, you're not going to get a seed no matter what, really, because Delano will probably be ahead of every other team. Maybe Minnesota River could pull it off. I don't know. But, Jared, who you got in this one? I know I kind of stumbled on a little bit there. Uh, I mean, I'm going to pick Orno on this one. Delano had a struggling start of the year, but they're buzzing right now. Like you said, they're like a stove. They're hot, but I think uh, Orno's going to cool them down here. Uh, so the second-to-last game of Delano's season, they beat Orno, and I think Orno's last game of the season, they will lose to Delano. Because, uh, yeah, I just think Delano's hot. And you know what? They kind of want redemption on the last time they were at the X. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> section 3, single A now, Jared. The Hutchinson Tigers versus the New Ulm Eagles. Now, I just want to throw this out there, everybody at home. There could be three teams with the mascot Eagles. Just a hot, just just everybody watch out for that because I think that would also be hilarious. So there are three Eagles in the in the tournament, but Hutchinson versus New Ulm. Jared, who you got? Um, I mean, I've never watched Hutchinson play. I've never watched New Ulm play because honestly, that section don't care about. But I'm gonna have to go with uh, a little bit New Ulm. I've heard they're not too bad. They've been good every year. They just lose to Lich and they lose to Laverne every year in the sections, uh, the semis or whatever. I don't know what to say about it because, I mean, I don't even know if you know about them at all. Yeah, I don't know about either of these teams, to be honest with you. And that's that's a great analysis you get here at the PC Turning Boys, not knowing about either of the teams. But I'm going to have to go with Hutchinson Tigers just because you went with the New Elm Eagles. Uh, section 4, single A, probably the best matchup, you could say. The number 2, Matamidi Zephyrs versus the number 3, Totino Grace Eagles. The winner... If Hermantown wins seven single A, would most likely lock up the two seed and would play at 11 a.m. next Wednesday. If Hermantown were to lose, they would be the one seed and play at six next Wednesday. Jared, who you got, Matamidi Totino? Uh, Matamidi was looking good this year. They lost to Totino Grace. I was like five to one, which wasn't that good for them. But uh, Totino Grace, I still don't think is that good. I mean, they're good because, I mean, they don't play that good of a schedule, but they win games they need to win. But I could see uh, – I'm going to see Matamidi winning this section because they do every other year. Every other year. They've won it for about two years in a row. So, uh, I was – Exactly. So, you think about it, that's who wins it. Yeah. The, if you only include the last two years, Matamidi wins it every year, correct? Uh, 
Dude, don't don't get the spot people on us again. Dude, we don't want we don't want the spot people up our butts again. Uh <laughs> Yeah, uh that's right. I'm calling them spa because I want to call them spa. Uh they're not in this game, so that <laughs> they're irrelevant. Uh so in the regular season it was a four goal game. I think it might have been six two to be honest with you, not five one, but no matter what, it doesn't really matter. Four goal game. Uh Totino Grace won. Uh so I this is my logic I'm gonna go with here. And the people at home may think that this is dumb logic, which to be honest I do too. Uh so there are th- two other Eagles matching up in the playoffs. I picked against both of them. And I think I'm going to have to pick against all three because at least one Eagle will not make it to the state tournament, and I'm going to be right on at least one of these. So the Matamidi Zephyrs will uh, take Section 4, Single A. Uh, Now on to Section 5, Single A. That's right. We're doing it now because we don't really care about this game anymore. The Chisago Lakes Wildcats and North Branch Vikings. An Olympic sheet of ice and Elk River. Jared, who you got in this one? Uh, I really don't want to pre skip this section, or do we have to? Oh, this is the deepest section in the state. It'd be kind of dumb to to skip a section. That, that's true. Yeah. Okay, well, I really hate North Branch. You can pick a tie. Because. What? You can pick a tie. Yeah, can I say a tie? Yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be good. No, I'm going to have to go to Chisago Lakes. Uh, I haven't watched them play at all because I haven't been down to uh, Pine City playing or anyone's team playing, but. From what you're saying, they're a good team. They know how to play the pocket, and they know how to play some body, too. Uh, I can't see North Branch do anything against them, mostly since it's on Olympic sheet of ice, because North Branch, their only breakout they have is to ice the damn puck. So, I don't know. What do you do? I'm thinking Shusak Lakes is winning this one. Uh, I think the North Branch breakout works better on an Olympic sheet of ice because you can fire it off the boards, and there's more chance that it stays in play. There's also more chance it goes icing, but... I think North Branch breakout works well on an Olympic sheet. I think Chisago is going to be firing on all cylinders in uh, in the section final. But this is my thing here. So we get our tickets for the tourney from a North Branch guy, right? I realize he, uh, Yeah, I guess. I realize he really doesn't care if we pick North Branch or not. But the last two teams that I've picked – in section five, single A to win the whole thing, both have not won the whole thing. So I'm gonna pick North Branch here in hopes they don't win the whole thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This little, just a little backfire on them. Uh, that's all we got for section five A. We're kind of still butthurt about it. Don't, don't talk to us about it. Uh, now on to section six, single A. The number four Alexandria Cardinals will face the number five St. Cloud Cathedral Crusaders. Winner will most likely lock up the three seed and will play at 1 p.m. next Wednesday. Jared, who you got in this one? Uh, this one's no doubt. I think Cathedral's winning this one. Uh, Alexandria, I mean, they were okay. They took Cathedral to overtime, but I cannot see Alexandria beating them again this year. Uh, so this is this is my thoughts on it. So last year, Cathedral absolutely manhandled Alexandria in the regular season, and then it was close in the playoffs. This year it was close in the regular season. I think they're going to absolutely manhandle them in the playoffs. I think that this Cathedral team is destined to do something a little different than normal. Uh, and, yeah, I think Cathedral will take this one, and we'll be playing at one next Wednesday at DX. 
Now on to Section 7, Single A. The number nine in the state, Greenway Raiders. That's right, number nine in the state. Trout will be playing at Amsoil Arena against the number one, Hermantown Hawks. If Hermantown wins, they will lock up the one seed for what seems to be the 100th year in a row and would play at 6 p.m. next Wednesday night at the X. Jared, who you got in this one? I'm just going to say one thing, and that's it. Hermantown. I was I was gonna leave a little pause there, but you know, since you said you only say one thing, I guess. Uh, so last year, I'm I'm kind of known for picking this section. Uh, last year, Luke Ellis will tell you, Greenway Raiders, I I picked them to lose in double overtime. What happened, Jared? They lost in double overtime. So this year, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to read into the magic Paul right now. What am I seeing? I'm seeing. So I'm trying to bring my voodoo out. We know how to time travel. We know how to time travel. This is true. We are the official podcast of time traveling. Uh, For all those out there, we do take uh, money to go into the future and tell you who wins sports games as long as we get a cut of your bet. Uh, It's tough to say in this one. Hermantown's been solid all year. But you know what? They've had that little thing where in big games, they have to come from behind. So... It it automatically put in my head puts Greenway up two nothing at the end of the first period. I think that Hermantown brings it to two one at the end of the second. I think Hermantown wins the game three two in regulation, and it's gonna be late in regulation. And I think Blake Biondi gets the game winner three two. Hermantown wins, and they'll be heading to the X. That's right. Uh, Luke Ellis, you better be listening and holding it to 3-2. 6-2. Uh, yeah, that's nice. Did that's you get nice. it right? Did you get it right last year that they were going to no. double overtime? Didn't think so. <laughs> no, I got it right that they made the state. <laughs> yeah, everybody in the state did. I mean, uh it's kind of tough. Well, last year Greenway was like the 3 number 3 team in the state, so you know, anything can happen though. Uh now on to section 8 single A. Our last section of the day, the War Road Warriors have to travel to East Grand Forks for a quote-unquote neutral site playoff game against the number six team in the state, East Grand Forks, Green Wave. Winner will most likely lock up the four seed and will play at 8 p.m. next Wednesday at the X. Jared, who you got in this one? Uh, you know, I watched War Road play the other day in um, East Grand Forks against Steve River. They looked very good. Uh, they weren't as skilled as Steve River, but they wanted it a lot more than Steve wanted. So, But I haven't seen East Grand play this year, and East Grand usually wins this section. Them or Steve River. But uh, this Grand is more of what I want section. to win. I want to see War Road winning this. So you want to see War Road winning so, Jared, East Grand usually wins the section, which has to has to adjust his take right away because Steve Forever won. I like that. Uh, last year, uh, it's gonna be tough. You know, we saw Warroad play, and in my opinion, they didn't deserve to win that game against Steve Forever. I realized they wanted it more, but like, it took a last eight minute goal in regulation, and then in overtime, it was. It was it was a lucky bounce. Let's be honest here. I think that East Grand Forks is just a better team. Uh, you know, there's not by my calculations here. I'm gonna go back to all my single A picks. I didn't pick a single team that wears green, and 
that's kind of important to me that at least one team wears green so people can accuse us of cheering for them. I'm going to have to go with the East Grand Forks green wave here. Just in lone fact that I want a team to wear green at the state this year. Is that too much to ask, Jared? I just want one team. One team. Fine City will be there. True, we will be. <laughs> you know it. So we will be wearing green. Not not to brag or anything, but we will be wearing green. People at home, watch out. I just had to cough a little bit there. That's right. Stuff you get on the PC Tony Boys show. Unedited. Unedited comedy. Uh, I hope you guys realize that we were both sick. And uh, if it was bad, oh well, you'll get over it. Next week will be better. Uh, we'll be remote location at our house for tourney week. Uh, I guess you can uh, you can stop by and see us at the tourney. You're not gonna come to our house. It's a little it's a little private. You know what? We're not gonna give the location of our house away. That's right. I'll be turning off my snap maps. That's gonna be a first in a while. But people out there, we got all sorts of stuff coming for you next week. We have video content. We got. More video content. We got podcasts. We got more video content. We got more video content. We're going to come out with a lot of stuff. I hope you guys all enjoy. We'll see you next week. And, uh, Jared, it's been a privilege being with you in the studio this year because it's probably be our last studio podcast of the year. Uh, we'll see the studio next year. Uh, and, yeah, talk to you later. Bye.